It's about taking mindful actions. Your partner's connection is just as important as yours. Mm -hmm. A like a take, take, take or a me, me, me person is not a person you desire to keep giving to. But a selfless and giving person Mm -hmm. is someone that you want to give back to or do for them what it takes to keep them happy, you know? to the Rupple Goals, episode eight. I'm Will. And I'm Jazz. And we have got a good one for you guys today. But first off, we want to thank you guys for tuning in. It's been a busy, busy last two weeks of traveling for us. And we're so sorry. (laughs) We've been doing interviews. We had to take some time to give our boys some much needed quality time. Um... We took a business trip out west and took the kiddos to Legoland in Florida. And now we're back. Although I still kind of feel like we need a vacation since that was <laughs> mostly work and well, Legoland wasn't yeah. very relaxing. No. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of you guys had emailed us or DM'd us wondering. And we really appreciate all your concern and your support. We are fine, everything is good. We're not stopping this podcast, so don't worry. Back like we never left. Right. I guess we got to start with our strain of the week. We've got the Grape Ape, right? Yeah. Grape Ape. Um, It's really like a gorgeous bud. Like, I don't even know how to explain it. It's crazy. (laughs) But, (laughs) um, yeah, I think we're going to go ahead and spark that up. Grab yours. Grab your ganja. Grab your drink. Come vibe with us. Y'all know the drill. Let's do it. All right. So today, we wanted to talk to you about something that I'm not sure everyone realizes when entering a throuple relationship. I mean, honestly, this is something that we didn't even fully process until we were in a relationship. And then we noticed it was something that you have to be aware of if you're going to have a successful relationship with three people. So when you think of a throuple relationship, your mind probably instantly takes you to a relationship between three people, right? But if you break it down and think about the relationship as a whole, it really consists of four relationships. Not only do you have your overall relationship between three people, but then you have individual relationships. You have the relationship between A, B, and C. Mm-hmm. And then the relationship between A and B, the relationship between B and C, and the relationship between A and C. And these are all equally important, and they must remain balanced in order for the overall relationship dynamic to work. Because if just one of these relationships gets less attention than one of the others, then it can easily throw the throuple off balance and quickly spiral downhill, honestly. Yeah, I mean, we've been there before, mostly in our first ever triad. I think, um, you know, things started out great, but overall, everyone made mistakes since we were just learning. Um, Like we always say, there's no rule book. There's not much info out there. And like most of you, we were just winging it. Yes, we were. 
And so we came up with some tips for you all so that you don't make the same mistakes we did. Imagine being a married couple coming from a monogamous relationship and seeing your significant other, whether it be a man or a woman, giving all their time and attention to this new person. Or imagine giving the new person very little attention and just remaining tight-knit with your significant other. Think about how that would make whomever ends up left out feel. Yeah, I mean, people, relationships, and most things valuable take maintenance and nurturing to keep them in tip-top shape. You know, you can work hard and earn money so much that you can afford a Benz. But if you aren't willing to keep working to to take care of that Benz, uh, the repair bill and clean it, you know, sooner or later... That same bends will stop running and it'll be valueless. So true. Same goes for the relationship, um, for all relationships, really. But especially triads or throuples, they take work. They take nurturing and maintenance on all components. And one component may not need nurturing at the same time as another, or it may. But whatever it is, know that what you are getting into is like you're buying a foreign car and it isn't easy to maintain well put babe you and your analogies (laughs) (laughs) so okay let's let's give them the recipe now let's do it all right ingredient one selflessness say it with me everybody Mm, selflessness Selflessness. when balancing four relationships at one time you must be selfless and i don't mean give 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 and expect nothing in return We're just referring to your mindset. Exactly. What I always say is to focus mostly on the relationship as a whole, continually being mindful of your partner's individual connections. Right. So hypothetically speaking, if you are partner A, Mm -hmm. don't worry so much on your personal relationship with partner B or C. More so put that energy into making sure your partner's B and C's relationship is strong and do any and everything you can to ensure that that relationship stays strong. Exactly. Now, let me give you an example. If you are partner A and you notice partner B and C haven't spent much time together or you notice you have been spending a lot of time you know, with both of them um, individually, And they haven't. Why not like plan a date for them? Go to bed early one night, you know, when you're feeling tired and let them know that you want to give them some alone time. Maybe plot with one of your partners to cater to or come on to your other partner. You know, there are many ways. One thing we noticed in our first relationship is that Jazz and I were constantly working on our third relationship with us individually, Mm -hmm. so much so that we were forgetting about our relationship, the foundation. And our third didn't do anything to make sure that we were good. It's like she didn't even care. Um, She didn't care about anything but what she was getting. And that was a huge turnoff over time. Yeah, that was a shame. Um, (laughs) it's about taking mindful actions. Your partner's connection is just as important as yours. Mm -hmm. A, like a take, take, take or a me, me, me person 
is not a person you desire to keep giving to. But a selfless and giving person is someone that you want to give back to or do for them what it takes to keep them happy, you know? Exactly. I mean, another example of selflessness is to give what you desire. Right. So let's say you are just in an affectionate or a cuddly mood, right? And instead of hoping that someone will come over and be affectionate to you, why not go give affection and take what you desire? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Most likely your partners are not mind readers. And while they should learn you and your desires, they almost certainly won't every single time know what it is you are thinking. And again, a giving person is one that you desire to give back to naturally. Right. Like, go give a back rub. And a guy like me will be like, thanks, give you a kiss, and then let you know it's your turn for a back rub. <laughs> yeah. It really just makes things operate so much smoother when everyone is focused on making sure everyone else is good. And that's two people at all times making sure your relationships are well nurtured and you as well. It's once everyone figures this out that things get truly truly amazing okay okay i I really don't know about you babe but like i feel like we're about to make some successful throuples with this episode right like if we knew this stuff when we first started out first off we would have never dated our first (laughs) Mm -mm. (laughs) but it would have been invaluable um ingredient number two though for balancing the four relationships would be communication yes It's the ingredient for all things relationship, actually, whether it be a mono, a throuple, a quad. But for this dynamic and ensuring everyone is fulfilled, communication is vital. It is. And we all struggle with this, so don't feel bad. But if we put it simply, it would be being able to get a point across clearly and in the proper manner. Now, what I mean by proper manner is that whatever it is you are trying to relay shouldn't be relayed with anger or assumption in the forefront. You want to get your point across and you want your partners to hear and absorb what it is you're saying. The point is not to argue or be demanding. It's simply asking for what you need or desire or relaying how you feel about something. And when someone is pouring their heart out or genuinely wanting to talk to you without anger, but with good intention, that's felt and you want to listen. But when someone comes at you sideways, I mean, you instantly kind of get defensive and things get missed. So step one in communication is checking yourself, thinking, and then relaying the message properly. Yeah. And one thing that I think is important is to express your needs up front. Let your partners know what it is that you desire or don't desire when you first meet. Now, once things get serious, if someone is slacking, don't be shy either. Closed mouths don't get fed, right? If you're feeling some type of way or need something, you have two people you can go to that care. You can go to them together or one-on-one, Whichever is easiest for you, but the point is to communicate what it is you need to get across. I mean, how can people fix what they don't know is faulty? And that's why we stress check-ins so much. Check-ins, yes. (laughs) So I often multiple times per day will ask my ladies if they are okay or if they need anything. Um, But, you know, beyond that, 
we try to have check-ins mm-hmm. with everyone weekly. Uh, an open space to freely speak and have your partner's undivided, open-minded attention, a no-judgment zone full of love. I love check-ins. It's honestly just a secure space to just let whatever out and make sure everyone is on the same page, being fulfilled, getting all they need, etc. It's a space to check on your partners, and you often leave with a sense of clarity, confidence, and security. That is important. Yeah. I mean, those three words, if you don't feel those things in your relationship, any insecurities or doubts will definitely take over. Absolutely. Yes. And the next ingredient we have would be one that gets mixed feelings, but in our opinion, we have found that you should first focus on the relationship as three, the relationship between A, B, and C. If you focus too much on individual connections in the beginning, then we see that as more so being a polyamorous person, having two partners who happen to also date each other. And don't get me wrong, there are successful relationships like that as well, but we're talking about a triad relationship, and we believe it should be treated as such by putting the relationship between the three on the forefront. Yeah, a triad or thruple is about three people working together and loving together. The individual connections will be built naturally over time as the relationship strengthens. Most established couples want to know your intentions, goals, your desires, your personality, etc. before giving you their all and fully sharing their significant other. Um, at the same time, though, you know, they don't want you to feel left out and they want to build an equal connection with you. So by prioritizing the whole relationship, it makes building equal connections easier to accomplish without anyone feeling left out. Absolutely. And, you know, for the couple, you want to keep your foundation strong because every solid structure is built on a Mm -hmm. solid foundation. By focusing on building as three and being mindful of the individual connections versus focusing on individually connecting with your third, you lessen the risk of your partner feeling like they're getting less of you than they did before. Mm -hmm. You know, we often hear that in the beginning of the relationship is when you run the most risk of two people building a stronger connection than the others. If the relationship as three is prioritized, that's less likely to happen. In conclusion, time is a big factor in the beginning. And we just personally feel it should be mostly spent together as three while everyone is getting comfortable. Being able to witness your partner's connection growing before your eyes helps build trust and confidence, in my opinion. It does. Um, And so our final ingredient for balancing the four relationships would be to understand and acknowledge that every relationship will be different. Now, For some reason, this often gets misconstrued when you hear that this dynamic is supposed to be equal. (laughs) Equal means being the same in quantity, size, degree, or value. And when speaking about relationships, it would be the same in value. Value meaning 
I intend to love you just as much as I intend to mm-hmm. love you. Now, that may not look the same, but it's not a, anything against you. It's just that every person is unique. It's simply the way it is. Don't allow that to put you in a funk or make you think negatively because it's part of everyone getting everything they want and need. It's true fulfillment. Yeah. Every person receives and gives love differently. Yeah. And I feel like that's the importance of learning your partner's love languages. Love languages. <laughs> Let me tell you, if you have never taken the five love languages test, Google it, take it. Do it. Right after this episode, <laughs> because it is an amazing tool for any relationship. You will need to touch on your partner's needs differently. Partner B may need words of affirmation, while partner C may need quality time. There's no way that both your partners will be fulfilled in love by giving them the same exact thing when they crave different things. Yeah. Um, You want to be sure to give your partners an equal amount of energy and attention, but you can't forget that they are different and they receive love differently. Absolutely. Um, Another example would be the fact that for me, the connection that the two women have always looks different than the connection that they have with me. Um, I'm not going to the nail salon. I ain't shopping for hours in a day (laughs) or playing in hair and makeup. That's the things that they love to do. And, you know, if that's what they love to do together, I'm going to allow them to do that together. That's their thing. Um, There are also things that they usually, you know, one of them would like to do more than the other with me. Right. Um, So, We have to simply accept that we are fulfilled in different ways by our partners and see it positively instead of inadequately. So true, babe. Absolutely. Well, guys, I really hope you all are able to create something amazing with that recipe because I just wish that we would have known what we know now three years ago. Take it. Make it your own. And as always, we wish you guys the best in life and love. But before we let you all go, babe, how are you feeling off that grape ape? Uh, it had me uplifted, actually. It doesn't. Yeah. It's not too sedative, not too sleepy. It's a, it's a nice, relaxing high. Got a good taste to it. Yeah, <laughs> nice little grape taste. Facts. Well, thank you all for tuning in to yet another episode of Thruple Goals. Yes. Please be sure to subscribe and rate the podcast five stars. Follow us on Instagram at adding one makes three. That's adding the number one makes the number three. And if you enjoyed this, be sure to share with your friends on your social media, group text, whatever. Yes. Also, feel free to DM us on Instagram. Ask us questions, future topics that you may want to hear about. And you can also email us at adding one makes three at gmail.com and we will see you all right back here next friday for a new episode later guys later